0: A liner off Nagy's in into center field. The Florida Marlins have won the World Series. Spins, throws—he yeah. got him. A perfect game for Roy Halladay. 27 up and 27 down behind the back. The happy ending for the Nationals in the first game in their beautiful new ballpark. Left center field, Grissom on the run. The team of the 90s has its world championship. Hello and welcome to You Gotta Believe, that By the Men elite podcast. We are here after a week off last week where I was in Croatia watching some shite football, but... <laughs> And we just couldn't, when I got back, figure out a time to do the podcast. But we're here uh, two weeks later to we talk about the last couple of weeks in the National League. Uh, my name is Jody Jamison. I support the Philadelphia Phillies. I'm Thomas Ross, I for the New York Mets. And yeah, uh, we will definitely have to talk about Thomas's Mets because it's been a wacky few weeks for them. Uh, they have gone from why the hell are they buying at the deadline to right in the race for uh, a wild card. But uh, do we have any news we want to cover before we talk about your Mets? Um, I guess with, with regards to the Mets we've we made
1: some because um, I was thinking that, you know, that Cody Allen, Greg Holland and Brad Brack uh, um were all free agents, I think, and it were worth signing them and then just as I was um sort of doing my notes um for last week, um uh, I looked on my phone and Brad Brack had signed. So um yeah, I think that was I was quite handy with that news. Um happy with that news I should say. I guess elsewhere Scherzer is finally going to be back this weekend. Lewis Brinson um is back and not doing and not doing that much better than he was before he got demoted. So um and obviously Robson Cano's got injured so the Mets have signed Joe panic. Um uh reasonably happy with that he's not gonna be as good as Cano was offensively for a couple of weeks before he was he was injured. But apart from that,
0: um no not not great deal otherwise. Yeah, fair. So uh, yeah, it's it's been reasonably quiet. I think obviously not having the waiver wire makes a wee bit of a difference as well. So there's that. But yeah, um, it's certainly been um, newsworthy for the New York Mets in terms of their run recently. Um, Before this uh, series against the Braves, they went and won 13 of 14, which was absolutely insane, taking them from essential, uh, should have been sellers at the deadline, to right back in the race. Now, obviously, the Braves series hasn't gone uh, the best, dropped three before winning the final one. But uh, Thomas, I guess, reasons to be cheerful as a Mets fan and uh, reasons to believe that their standing pat with uh, their sellable assets was a good idea. And, yeah, obviously, adding Strowman has uh, potentially given them the opportunity to challenge this year.
1: Yeah, possibly. I'm I'm not completely sold on it. I mean we won I will just slightly correct it, it was fifteen out of sixteen that we won. Yeah, um, yeah. um which first time since nineteen ninety we did that. Um in that in that's in that season we finished second to the Pirates. We won wouldn't got ninety one games and didn't get to the postseason, which is a bit harsh, but um but yeah, I, I'm liking how we do and I think offensively we've been pretty pretty good all season offensively and since the All-Star break, a few people have picked up. Um, Alonso has certainly picked up the last couple of weeks. Rosario has been absolutely ridiculous. Um, I don't know what's happened to him, but he, he has turned into a real asset now. The uh, last couple of weeks, he's uh, gone on base of about 400. I think he's probably in over 300 since the All-Star break. I mean, J.D. Davis, is. Um, I think he's second in batting average in the whole of the National League, I think um or in might be the whole of baseball i'm not sure so offensively i'm very happy with how we are i'm still not totally sold on um sort of pitching wise at the moment um i mean jake's been pretty good without being outstanding he's sort of battling through with the little bits that i've seen um noah has been back a bit back to his best i'd say he's getting slowly back there um familiar even he's been better the last four or five days uh, I mean Lugo is fantastic until he had a bad game the other day um so that was a that was a tough series against the Braves I mean I kind of like we had six games against the Nats and the Braves and I did sort of think if he can go no worse than three and three out of that then I'm not going to be too fussed and we went it three and three even you know we. I mean yeah we was frustrating series against the Braves but then again two of the games we beat the Nats and we could have easily have lost those. We could have easily got swept that series. We could have easily have lost that series 2-1. We could have easily beaten the Braves 2-1. So probably three and three between the Nats and the Braves is probably fair. Again, I'm not completely sold that we're there. I think offensively we look very good, even with Jeff McNeil out injured at the moment. He should be back for next weekend, I believe. um, When I saw him he look like, oh, God, he's torn his hammies after the rest of the season and that was our season over. But he, he looks like he's going to be okay. Um, but everyone's just hitting at the moment, really, with the exception of Frazier, really. It's um, uh, Conforto's uh, been brilliant since the All-Star break. So it's Alonso. I mean, Alonso's tied to Bellinger's rookie home run record. Um, even Wilson Ramos has been ridiculous. last two weeks he's batting over 400. Um, even Juan Lagara's really, he's uh, nine for his last twenty-seven, uh, so he's done okay. Um, but yeah, it was a crazy series against the the Nats, really, and the atmosphere at City Field was some sounded really, really special. Some late night, it, it was a, it was akin to when we played the Dodgers in the NLDS in the, in two thousand fifteen. You know, the atmosphere was just incredible, and. Um, uh, yeah, it's been a, a, a funny old couple of weeks. Um, Strowman's not quite hit his stride yet. He's not been terrible by any means, but he's he's just he's just been average, really. I'm, one thing I've been impressed by him: he's fantastic on the mound, as in defensively. I mean, he uh, he's very very athletic. He's made a couple of marquee plays already in this in his few starts. Um, I did not think I'd see a Mets pitcher be as better than Degrom is um, defensively, but I think uh, Strowman certainly is. Uh, Big reasons for optimism, yeah, but we've got a real tough um, stretch coming up. We got, I mean, yeah, we've got three against the Royals over the weekend. I really feel that we've got to sweep that, um, especially considering the last few days. Help! I mean, that's won the last four. You guys have just swept the Cubs. We've got to play the Cubs. We've got to play you coming up. We've got to play the Braves. Another three times later in about a week or so. Um, So and then we've got to play the Indians as well, the hottest team in baseball right now. So it's I'm not getting carried away at the moment, I'm not not sold on us um, you know, I'm not too impressed by the depth that we have at the moment, Diaz still looks like a huge issue, and obviously Mickey Mouse as our manager doesn't help you know, ridiculous again the other day against uh, the Braves Paul and Stephen Matz when he was only on 70 odd pitches and uh, yeah, so but overall I'm pretty happy with how things are and you know, relatively confident that we could finish the season with around about 500 but as I said, not sold that we're going to reach postseason season yet.
0: Yeah, so, um, like, obviously like, the the last couple of weeks have been massive for the Mets, uh, but at the same time, they've got to they've, they've got to continue to build on this, you know, like the, um, the, the the Brave series was obviously a disappointment after such a good run. Stuff, stuff like that was going to happen at some point, but it was just, it's really just a case of how they're going to respond to that, so yeah, um, from a Mets point of view, if they can just keep things rolling, uh, you just never know because if they can keep, uh, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna go or at least I don't think they're gonna go on another run like that. But you don't have to do that, you know. It, that's that's just what they kind of had to do to get back in the race, and they've done it. And if they can just continue to get some good performances out of uh, the guys there at the moment, and I mean the rotation certainly when you look at the top with De Grom, Syndergaard, and um, whom I'm missing, Strowman, uh, there's obviously reasons that the Mets can stick around and maybe even wrap up uh, the wildcard spot. So uh, we'll see. So it's going to be interesting. But either way, I was expecting the Mets to be no threat and all of a sudden they're right in it. So, um, yeah, you mentioned the Philly sweep. I guess we'll get on to that just quickly. And um, Philly, last couple of weeks, kind of the up and down stuff that we've seen really as the team's got, as, as this team's got, um, you know, a bit more injured and as this team has, you know, been um, its starting pitching from the start of the season come back down to earth. It's been very, very up and down, but, that sweep over the Cubs was massive, and not only has it dragged the Cubs back in terms of the wild card race, the Phillies are now just a game behind the Cubs for the second wild card. But I think the manner of uh, yesterday's win was just phenomenal. Obviously, five one down going into the ninth inning, uh, got a couple of runs back, and then loaded the bases for Bryce Harper, who hits a second deck uh, grand slam to win it seven five. Just a phenomenal, phenomenal win, and I think that. The West Coast trip last week uh, wasn't great because it never is. The Phillies never do well on the West Coast. But to come home and do what we did to the Cubs uh, is definitely really, really encouraging. Now, the next few games, like three, three at home the Padres and then it's like two at the Red Sox, three against the Marlins, three against the Pirates and then three against the Mets, three against, four against the Reds. So, you know, like, there's opportunities that if the Phillies can start going on a run, that um, they can really they can really get themselves established as one of the wild this year. But I still don't trust the starting pitching, despite the fact it's been a wee bit better recently.
1: Yeah, I mean it's um, I mean against the the White Sox, I um, think it was uh, Vince uh, Velasquez. I mean the last couple of weeks has been an event for one by Vince Velasquez, hasn't it? And he um, Always apart- Quite apart from that game one, where he made a great catch in the uh, in the outfield and um, threw a man out of the place, and
0: it that was, was rather good. Pardon? That was such nonsense, but I loved it.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was it was galling as a Mets fan because it just kind of you've kind of me realised that you've got your pitch has got a better outfield on than our outfielders. So it was, um, yeah. And again, I think and uh, what. I guess one thing I did notice in his uh, Velasquez had a good start against the D-backs. Um, and, uh, yeah, he went seven innings. And it was like, I think it was like his first time in 14 starts or something that he's completed seven innings because he was like, because he's, I think we've, we've touched upon it this season, haven't we, really? that Velasquez is not particularly efficient. And, he's not, uh, no. No, and he says, um, and I don't, I mean, I think I looked at his stuff. And I don't think you, before that start he had gone any further than five and two thirds, which, um, it says an awful lot, really. And it's, um, I think like, yeah, pitching has definitely been a bit better recently, but I think like you can, Phillies have been pretty inconsistent. I mean, they're pretty, pretty, pretty good for the first month, but then they were pretty, been pretty inconsistent for the past three and a half months. And then I think you can just put that on symptomatic it is, is Nola. Really, because he had the he started the season inconsistently, then went on a good good stretch where I think he he had a point seven sixty ERA over five starts, and then over his last six starts, he's given up four one four one three one. You know he's yeah. uh, and you know that is I think that's been symptomatic of the Philly season, especially pitching wise. It's um, yeah, it's been a funny old couple of weeks, really for the Phillies. Um, uh, but I said, yeah, I think quite like, offensively, I think even when you were sort of struggling a bit Harper, a little he is definitely, he's been so, so consistent, especially over the last two, two, uh, two months. And obviously last night, um, I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure that was your first walk-off Grand Slam since 2013.
0: Yeah, and um, I remember that when it was John Maybury against the Marlins. What was even funnier was that it was our first uh, walk-off Grand Slam uh, while we were behind in 36 years. Oh yeah. (laughs) Like the John Mabry one I remember it was like the eleventh or twelfth inning or something at home at the Marlins and it was two each and then Mabry hit one to left field. But Uh, yeah. yeah. But it says and it's uh Harper's first only his second walk off homer in his career, and you know,
1: his um his first walk off homer was against the Phillies. Um Hmm. and it um and that was against Joaquin Benoit. I didn't even realise he pitched for you to be honest.
0: I can't even remember Benoit. Pe- oh no, actually, no, I do. He was there for a very short period of time, but I do remember.
1: Yeah, because I said I I'd had no idea. They generally, I come back, and also what was quenched, obviously Cole Hamels um, came back, and it. I, I don't know how did it feel really as a as a Phillies fan, like you know, Hamels being the ultimate hero that he is. You know, is bittersweet the right word? You know, seeing him go eight runs in two innings pitch. And he's only like the third time in his career he's ever done
0: that. Yeah, I think it's one of those weird things because like I've never really been looking forward to Hamill's pitching in Philadelphia. Like we faced them for the first time this season at Wrigley and we did okay against them. I can't even remember if we won the game or not, but I remember we we chased them early-ish without hammering them. But to be honest, for me, it's like, yeah, like I think in the lead up to the game, there's always that sort of, a, you know, you bummed, really, because Hamels was such a hero for the Phillies. But as soon as the game starts, I just want us to rip up the threads, and that's what happened. So, I, like, I was quite happy, to be honest. But, yeah, um, it, it does suck at the same time, because, like, you do want a guy like Cole to, um, to um, you know, just continue to have a really great career. But, I mean, when he's facing the Phillies, I don't really give a fuck, to be honest. Uh, I, like... Before the game, there's sentiment, and I'm not looking forward to the game because I'm, like, I'm a bit bummed. But as soon as the game starts, I don't care. He's any other pitcher. But, um, yeah, like, a great series for the Phillies and, like, a potential turning point, you know, like, a, absolutely a potential turning point for the Phillies if this season's going to go well. But um, at the same time, you get you get tons of them in a baseball season. And, you know... It's a case of building on it. Like that, that series was so massive for the Phillies to really drag the Cubs back in. But if they go out and drop two or three to the Padres uh, this weekend, then not that it counts for not, but it undoes a lot of the good work.
1: Yeah. And in a probably weird sort of way, um, with, the, with the Mets dropping two against three with the Braves, you sweeping the Cubs and bringing them back in you know, a weird sort of perverted sort of type of way you probably actually helped us in a weird sort of way
0: yeah because you're only a game behind the Phillies but the thing is if you don't catch the Phillies you're not going to get through anyway but you're going to if you're going to get in you're going to have to catch the Phillies and more so like from a Mets point of view that's really not a bad result for them
1: yeah uh, it's um I guess like offensively recently I think one thing that's really been surprising is the form of a player that is I've never really rated at all is uh, Roman Quinn, and I know he's not, it's hardly shellacking the ball, but he's like he's nine for 27, which is still better than I ever imagined the stretch he would ever go on, to be perfectly honest. So it's, um, and especially with the way Hoskins is struggling the last couple of weeks, he's, I mean, Hoskins, what four for 41, something like that, yep, and um, two extra base hits. Um, it's, um, you know, it is handy having, you know, I mean, everyone else is sort of. Um, helping, you know, Kingery, Quinn, Harper, especially Real Muto, um, sort of helping. I mean, obviously, you also had a bit of a boomerang thing with Hazley because Hazley was demoted, wasn't he? And then when Bruce yeah, turned, I didn't understand that to be honest. But <laughs> you know that I. I mean, I was wanting to get your opinion on it really because at the time, I must admit, I, I was a bit confused by it because I looked at the time at the of his demotion. I looked at his like his four, recent form before that. And he was fourteen for his last forty. You know, with um, with non-base just uh, just over three eighty. So he was. Um, so he's hardly. Yeah. Well, it's certainly divided opinion. That's for sure. And that, and that is being kind. Um, Say so only divided. So that yeah, it was. It's been a curious old couple of weeks, really. I think it's just starting to um, come back. But as I said, it's uh, your run over the next sort of week and half, two weeks might end up being. You know, to, well, to the end of August anyway, because I think we've got you, we've got you right at the end of August, I think, and into September, and then the week after as well. Yeah, I think I think the next couple of weeks are going to go a long way to deciding what happens with the Phillies and the Mets, I think, because obviously the Mets have got to play at the Cubs. Um, you know, I mean, the Mets have got a horrible schedule the last next couple of weeks, really, certainly compared to what we had on our run. Um, so it's if the Mets and the Phillies are going to do something, then. They're both going to have to do well the next couple of weeks, I feel, because it's um, we're getting to the business end now, and it's uh, yeah, it's it's getting rather tasty in the in the wildcard race. I'm sure it's been, it's been a utterly bonkers uh, wildcard race, really, at the moment. And it, um, it maybe you will fall away, and you know, a couple couple of teams will just end up, you know, cruising to to it. But I, I can't see. I think we are going to go to the last week with this wildcard, where four or five teams could still be in the hunt, and
0: um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think so. Yeah, and obviously, like the team who are uh, the, who occupy the first place in the wild card, is Washington Nationals. Like, obviously, they started the season so dreadfully, but uh, not only do they just continue to roll along, they are tearing the cover off the ball at the moment, and I'm fucking sick of them.
1: Yeah, and it's um, <laughs> it was it was horrible for me watching because in the game that we lost against the Nats, it was as a former Met. Cabrera who hit the go-ahead hit and um, yeah that was that was hard to watch I believe I mean there are I mean everywhere you look they're all letting him in Turner, Rendon, Eton, Soto, even Para really the last couple of weeks are in over 300 and even Kurt Suzuki really he's not done too bad either he's had a decent in season as well um, yeah and it says that they're, that they're eight in four the last couple of weeks they absolutely terrific at the moment. They're obviously getting Scherzer back, yeah, you know, if they can get him rolling again, because of, I'm not sure, I think he probably only about, had about two starts since the All-Star break because he's had a couple of different injuries. So he as I said, it was only ever a mild one. I think he, his most recent one was a very mild back injury. Um, yeah, so Strasbourg's sort of, again, been a bit up and down. I think he had one recent start where he gave up nine. I think that was against the D-backs, I think. Um, he gave up 18 runs and in, in that game. I think he hasn't given up that many in 13 years than that, but that was probably a bit of an aberration they, they if truth be told they were maybe a little it was just get that bullpen against uh, against us um really so it's um and it was missed chances really we had chances to uh to win to sweep that um but the nats you know they've obviously won in the end um so yeah they got three against the brewers before four ends the pirates so um the brewers I mean, baseball, is, by definition, is an unpredictable game. But the Brewers um, um, are quite a hard team to predict, really. Sometimes sometimes they can be brilliant. Sometimes they can look downright crap. Uh, but um, So that, that series should be interesting. Um, Pirates, again, I've seen them play brilliantly um, in some series. And I've seen them against the Mets. They were dreadful. Um, so... Again, it's a two-odd series to to call. Um, But, yeah, the Nats uh, looking really good at the moment. And they just don't look like um, showing any signs of of slowing down,
0: really. Yeah, so, like, to be honest, like, for me, uh, I think the Nationals are obviously the only threat to the Braves in the division. And, like, it just feels to me that, like, unless something crazy happens, they are going to be a playoff team. Uh, like, obviously, like, their lead isn't that big. Like, in terms of the wild card, their lead is uh, two and a half. But I kind of feel, just from what I've seen over the past two, three months, that Washington are the best team in the National League that aren't top of their division at the moment. And uh, be honest, I fully expect Washington to have a better record than whoever wins the Central as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I guess in the Central, they're all... Um, taking games of each other, aren't they? Because yeah, exactly.
0: The the, the, central, the central's just been like a war of attrition, to be honest. And I think that's really going to help teams like the Nationals, the Phillies, and the Mets in terms of the wild card.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I mean, the central. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing like a uh, like a graph on like who's been top of, in the central, really, because it, it kind of feels just. I, I'm, uh, that it all it just keeps changing hands all the times perfectly it's so obviously it does an awful lot early on in the season but say for the last even two months i reckon they' probably all um, held it at some point um yeah. you know it's because they just obviously keep taking games of um, like each other you know and they all they all seem quite inconsistent teams those those three and um you know and if, even if the pirates were a little bit better you, could, you they might have been been in in the race really because they I mean, for a little while they look like they might just make a tilt if they made one or two moves, but um yeah, they're clearly in their rebuild at the moment. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's a very interesting division that is. Yeah. I mean it says it's two I mean it says you've got one monumentally awful division in the West. Mm-hmm. And then you've got really, really interesting um divisions, um, with regards to the certain the wildcard one. Central is a bit is the only one that's genuinely interesting really with regards to the um who's uh, going to win the division. Um, I'd say. I still, I still think the Braves will win it. Maybe not out a canter, but I reckon they'll win it by seven or eight games. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's it's built. It's bubbling up rather nicely. We are getting to the, the business end now. You know, second half of August. This is um, this. You know, you are into the last five, six weeks of the season, uh, regular season. So it's yeah, it's uh, a lot to look forward to at the moment.
0: Yeah, and I think like it's one of those things. Like, if if one of those teams in the central gets really hot, it makes no difference to us because you know what we're really in a situation where to be extremely concerned about the central, and um, you need two teams to go hot because one if one team goes hot, they're just going to win the division, you know. So, like from 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 our point of view, um, if if it's Milwaukee or if it's St Louis or if it's the Chicago Cubs that catch fire, it doesn't matter. Um, as long as it's only one of them, you know, if two of them catch fire, then we've got a problem. But I mean, it's, it's so much to play for with a wild card game. I mean, we, we are sitting what six weeks away from the end of the season, and I would yeah, not yeah. like to be the guy. I would not like to be the guy who predicts what the wild card game is going to be.
1: Yeah, I think I started the season. I think I predicted it was going to be the Cubs against the Mets. Um, um, I'm, I, I reckon I, I'm gonna. It could be there's an outside chance it could be 50% right, um, with that because I'm pretty sure the Nationals are going to be one of those teams, but it's um, uh, I guess we'll see how it how it pans out, but yeah, it, predicting baseball is a I mean, predict predictions are a hard thing to do in most sport, but in baseball it seems just utterly pointless, so it's just um, yeah, they it's a fascinating race, and as I said, it you'll be a fall to to make a prediction now because uh, I won't, I, I mean, I'm not even going to, the only one I will say with any certainty isn't the nationals, but the second terms of the second team, I have absolutely no idea. It could be any of four or five teams really. I and mean, it's, um, it's, uh, again, I mean, it's, you know, it's still very, it's a very interesting race and it's, um, uh, yeah, I genuinely can't wait because it's, um, been exciting really i mean i'm a bit more excited about baseball maybe there was a month or so ago because um i was just utterly depressed with um with the mets really and it was uh, but you know the last couple of weeks have been a lot of fun and it'll be will be, will be interesting if um we can carry this on uh, but as i said the um uh yeah i think that that's, that's all i got on that really i mean it's just has a fascinating wildcard race and uh, can't wait to see it uh, reach its
0: conclusion. Yeah, definitely. So, um, definitely will be keeping an eye on that over the next uh, few weeks. And obviously, we will touch on the Braves. The Braves just continue to be, um, you know, I don't think they've been tremendous by any means over the last month or so, but they have been more than good enough to um, maintain a pretty good lead, to be honest. And now, obviously, the Nationals have got it down to five and a half, which it's much closer than I'd have expected them to be at this point but I also feel like at the same time um, the Braves are more than good enough everywhere that it's going to take something huge for them to end up throwing this away to be completely honest I expect the Braves to just stick around and do what they're doing and yeah I honestly expect the Braves to just walk away with division Uh, what's been your take on the Braves the last couple of weeks
1: I guess uh, pitching a thing. I think because I think, yeah, they've they've been pretty consistently hitting over the last couple of weeks, but um, there has been some um, issues with their um, certainly their bullpen. Um and it says they brought in Mark Melanson and Shane Green, and Shane Green was unhittable with the Tigers, really. And his with the Tigers, he was he, um, he only got five earned runs in thirty-eight innings pitched with the Tigers, and then in his first three games with the Braves, he equaled that. So he was, um, uh, and I think like I had a look earlier on and his op- opposing batting average so far with the Braves Green, is 500. He's like, OP, and it's admittedly, yeah, it's only over five and a third innings, but still, it's that is that has to get better. If the Braves are gonna, if gonna trip them up, and maybe then that then might bring the Mats back into it, is maybe the, the pitching. I mean, Soroka's still been pretty good, um, uh. But Tehran had another bad start against the Mets last night, six earned in the one and the third. It's um fourth time this season he's given up at least six earned. And only in this division, only Zach Afflin's got a worse record with five of those starts. But yeah, he's been very inconsistent, Tehrani. He's been brilliant brilliant times and terrible in others. Um yeah, I said I'm not I haven't been sold on um the, the bullpen this season for the Braves. Then again um, there's no good bullpen in this division, to be perfectly frank. Um, and, it, well, it could be argued the Mets have had the best bullpen since the All-Star break in this division, but um, with the exception of Diaz. Uh, but, yeah, I guess that is the only thing. If I have any worries, it's probably with the bullpen, um, I guess. Uh, and also, Keuchel's not been that great since he's come back. I mean, he's, I think he's um, uh, in his 11th start last the other night against um, the Mets. It was his first scoreless start. Um so I bet he's got to improve. But it says offensively they've been absolutely brilliant. Um uh, pretty much you know throughout really When I mean, You look at the last couple of weeks, Albe's in four hundred, Freeman just shy of four hundred, acunia three seventy, Donaldson three forty, Inciate just um on base of four thirty. Um I guess the main issue for them is Marcakis, he's gonna be out for another five or six weeks. Um so he's gonna come in um, you know, into the postseason, presumably, and then, but he won't be um, ready to play. Really, wouldn't have thought. Um, I guess the, the biggest bright spot has been Acuna. Acuna against the Mets was brilliant. Um, he got one brilliant outfield assist play. Robbed a great home robbed a home run last night from JD Davis. Um, I mean, since he all-star broke, he's um, hitting over three hundred, and he's actually leading the National League in home runs. Really. As well with fourteen, so that's um, that's been the main part. I think the Braves' offense is definitely keeping them. I want to want to say afloat because they're you know they're eight and six over the last two weeks, but I think most then they're conceding too many runs really for me. I mean it's um, I mean the Mets had their chances um, in this series to um, to break it open, um, so and they you know we just didn't do it when it when it was needed, but. Yeah, I said, not solo in their bullpen, and I think there's some holes in their rotation as well. But um, uh, I think I agree. I think they'll end up winning it quite quickly I think their offense is just, you know, even taking away is part, You know, they've still got um, some great clutch hitters. Um, Donaldson got a couple more home runs last night. Um, you know, it's I think their offense is just too good to give it away. But as I said, if anything, if that just... You no, know, I think too much has to happen for the Braves not to win the division, really. I mean, they're, yeah, their starting pitching hasn't been great lately. Bullpen's been terrible. But their offense is just too good. Too many, about four or five of them, would have to go in slumps at the same time. Um, and the Nats would have to go on a bit of a run as well uh, for the Braves to, to, to come up short, I think. So it's, um, it's too much has to happen for the Braves not to win the division, I think, um, as much as they've been middling the last couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, um, we, uh, yeah, I, I don't expect anything other than uh, the than the Braves to end up winning this division, to be honest. But uh, the Nationals are certainly playing well enough that if the Braves start to slide, then it could get interesting. Uh, the Marlins, obviously, they are now the Marlins. They um, are twenty five games back in the division. They are uh, comfortably... Um, have the worst record in the National League. Not the worst record in baseball because there's some fucking sickers in the American League. But, um, yeah, they are 18 and a half games back of the wild card. They are 16 and a half back at Mets. Uh, they are 30 games under 500. They are on pace to get close to 100 losses which is kind of what we were at the start of the season. I think the only real bit of news about the Marlins is they've brought Louis Brinson back, really.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, he's uh, not been too great um, since he came back, to be honest, all any better than he was before his. I mean, before his demotion, he was uh, just under the Mendoza line in 27 games, and he's um, um, and he's batting 184 in 11 games. The only thing that's really uh, that I've seen that's improved is he's not striking out as much um, uh, since his recall. That's basically been the one good one, considering not a lot else. Really. He's, he's got an OPS of 430 um you know since his recall so and even in double AA, a triple a he was hitting uh, he had an ops of eight seven one to put that in perspective ruben De harder who's just been called up from the Mets. He, hit, he had an 898 ops so um so it's yeah it's i just sort of hope he does pull it around because obviously he was the main marquee signing of the uh, trade uh with yelich mm-hmm. and he trade um another one who's was in that trade has been called up um isan diaz he was hitting over 300 on base just under 400 in triple a he in his first career at bat he had a home run off jacob the and what was i mean that was great anyway but all, they also just happened to be interviewing his um dad just as he was hitting it he just screamed just as um he hit the home run so was, <laughs> i mean whatever happens in his career i could always say that he um i mean how many people it Home runs in their first career at bat off a Cy Young Award—the reigning Cy Young Award winner—you know. So it's um, it's not been as great for him since. I think don't they got a hit in his next fourteen at bats, but he's six for his last twenty uh, with a couple of walks. So he's, uh, that's uh, that's a bit better for him. I mean, that's about as good as it's got for the Braves. I mean, they're three in ten. Um, they've given up like thirty-eight home runs last two weeks. and That's the most in the majors. Second worst. Er, um, team ERA of the last couple of weeks um, in the National League, seven point zero seven. They got, and then but then again, you know, they had a horrible run. I think they lost six in a row to the Rays and the Mets. But then again, they went three and four against the Braves and the Dodgers, which again just goes to show how ridiculous um, baseball can be, especially as they'd only scored two in two games against the Dodgers and then hit them for thirteen runs um, last night. So it's um, They've got three more games, the Rockies. They've got a, a road trip now, Rockies and the Braves. Are, uh, well, anyone in Denver, anything can happen there. So um, um, Yeah, just tough series, tough couple of weeks for the Marlins. Um, but as I said, yeah, uh, maybe Isan Diaz. Uh, that's probably going to be, been the highlight of the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, they, they had a really wild game that I saw against. Uh, um, against the Braves, I mean, they had a pitchers duel going for seven innings, Soroka and Alcantara, and then um, it was. I think it was nil uh, nil nil after seven, and then it was, uh, and the game ended at seven six after ten. So it was uh, <laughs> that was a bit crazy. Um, so yeah, it's uh, Marlins probably performing as we thought they might. They've lost they lost a few in the um, uh, the uh, just before the trade deadline, so. They're probably being about as what we'd expect. Really, it's been a tough month or so, really, for them after that, that uh, decent run they went on. So, I guess I just, the only ones that, one of the main things you have to look look at, I guess, is Brunson's form to the end of the season because it's, um, um and Diaz to a degree as well, the two, two of the main people in the Yelich uh, trade, uh, one of the other ones in that trade, Jordan Yamamoto started is. Great well, but it's tailed off a few and a few uh, games. Um, so it's um, yeah, I still think there's things just look upon the Marlins really just the sixes, you know, their their youth because they've got to be able to build around these. So um, and it might, might be interesting if they call up any uh, any of their more youth in September, like for example, Jazz Chisholm, who they got in the um, trade with the D Backs. So it's uh, yeah, tough couple of weeks, but not a bad week overall, considering they played the Braves and the Dodgers, to be perfectly honest.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, so other than that, um, it's been a reasonably, you know, a reasonably normal week in the National East. Things are mad. Um, Bullpens are bullpens, you know, it's just been uh, the usual. So. Yeah, pretty much So, yeah. Um, Do we have any other business just now? Or this might be quite a short pod. Uh, I I don't think so. Um,
1: No, nothing particularly uh, vital, I don't think. I think we've covered pretty much everything, to be perfectly honest.
0: Hey, bother. So, uh, we can wrap up just now. Uh, Thomas, always a pleasure talking baseball. Cheers. Thanks, Jerry. And as always, next week will tell us more because uh, things are starting to get really interesting. It is now, there are now absolutely four teams in the division who are in the playoff race. So it's got pretty damn exciting over the past couple of weeks. But uh, we will talk to you next week when I will not be gallivanting off to fucking Croatia or any shit like that. But yeah, Thomas, cheers, cheers for coming on. And we will talk to you again next week.